You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! to Overnight Drive episode, I have no fucking clue. This is 94. Episode 94, wow, it's been a, a long time here. Uh, we started this podcast uh, in the beginning of this year, and we've That's already... not true. We've, <laughs> That's not true. We've already done 94 episodes. We've uh, basically done like five a day, uh, three times a week. Since... January. Well, you know, we're close. As we close in on 100, we just want to thank all of you loyal listeners, thousands of people who see the Overnight Drive download to their phone and not listen to it. Um, just, we see you. Yeah, we see you. Just too lazy to uh, to not, uh, you know, look, too lazy to listen. Pretty much. <clears throat> we love you. Thank you. You make me feel like I do something more than I do. Uh, it's cool. It's great. I feel good. I'm just so bummed out about my job, Andrew. I can't even fake it right now. What's going on? What's going on? Let's talk to us. Ah, it's a weird I'm going to move this microphone. Sorry, there's a weird noise. Weird climate, man. Everybody's throwing each other under the bus. It's like, I would imagine that this is what it was like, um, you know, uh, like a caisson yeah. in Vietnam where everybody's like, you know, we're surrounded by... Almost said uh, we're surrounded by Vietnamese soldiers. What you almost saying about the Germans? Yeah, we're well, surrounded by German infantry. <laughs> surrounded in by, we're surrounded by Krauts. Up. We're surrounded by Krauts, and they've got guns. And they're not. They don't play. No, we're surrounded by Vietnamese, and, uh, and our numbers are dwindling. They've bombed our airstrip. We're we're low on ammunition. We're low on supplies, and everybody's instead of banding together, we're throwing each other under the bus, left and right. This is a, an, an HR nightmare that no one is. And, and uh, I still keep getting paychecks, and it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we're we're living parallel lives right now. This is just what happens when the ship starts to go down. 
which is actually, I guess, fun for anyone who's been in a shipwreck because it probably feels very familiar. But uh, yeah, in a way, this is how it goes. Yeah, in a way, it's very interesting to see how people change, like people's uh, moods, opinions, demeanor, like changes, um, like. Like a, some of my higher ups, like are like taking a lot of vacation time. Oh yeah, oh that's that's always a great sign. Yep. <laughs> preparing, yeah. preparing I'm... for their exit. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. I thought I saw you downtown time. at Starbucks with like you were dressed really nice. Oh, that wasn't you. I was mm. somebody else. Oh, look just like you. This is weird. A lot of people have doctor's appointments. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my one coworker had like three doctor's appointments last mm-hmm. week, but she leveled with me. She's like, I have some interviews. I was like, good for you. Yeah, your resume is like falling out of your bag. Yeah, every, I'm really sick. I yeah, have to go to the doctor. I have a folder on my desktop, on my on my desktop PC, called. Uh, it's like there's like oh this project, that project, then there's the escape project <laughs> that has all of my <laughs> has all of my resume shit, my references, like portfolio numbers, notes for like you know, uh, for, for like a, like links to um, jobs that I saw, like like a. Like there's like a word document with links, like clickable links. It's pretty awesome. I do something really like, like kind of abusive to uh, to my job, which is every time things go south, I go on LinkedIn and I just add a bunch of people because I know they can see like, oh, Andrew has like 19 new connections and it's all like AB people, people I have no interest in actually talking to. I just go and I just click on things. So LinkedIn, just, yeah. LinkedIn really makes a difference. Um, no, not really. No, okay. no I yeah. mean. I don't know. I I guess you've had some uh, some luck on LinkedIn though. Um, I don't know. What kind of luck are we talking about? Did you find your current job from LinkedIn? No. Okay. I don't know. No. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's kind of a fallback thing, not really like a plan A. You know? Yeah. I feel plan like LinkedIn Q. is kind of like a vast pool of desperation. <laughs> so if yeah. you find yourself in a desperate circumstance, I'm sure it could be helpful. But I haven't. Thankfully, really had to use it to uh, to its fullest extent. All right, job corner, everyone. Job corner, everybody. What an exciting way to start the podcast. Here yeah. we are. No, we're just. It's you know, part of our podcasting is is well, we just do this because we like it, and hopefully you like it too. But we also, Andrew and I, are, are vibing in in the same way where we have that that uh, something in the back of our minds. Where it's, uh, it's job shit. Job shit. I hate thinking about job shit. I actually have no job shit in the back of my mind. This is funny. We're recording this. Oh, you're on vacation. Um, we're recording this in the same place we recorded episodes, what, 90 and 91? Yeah. Um, back again, poolside, hanging out. You can hear the crickets around us. We're on the screen porch. You might hear the coyotes later, because this is the time of night where they start mm. to get wild ass. Uh, last time I was here... We were here for a week, and the first part of the week was not cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I would go, I would, like, whatever, jump in the pool and, like, chill out. But in the back of my mind, work stuff was just, like, rolling, like, chugging along. Yeah. Like, I couldn't, you know, it was it was impossible to let go of. I'm where you were two weeks ago. Yeah. Now, Fuck nothing. <laughs> Fuck it. Like, nothing at all. Like, I feel... This vast emptiness inside the back of my head. It's really nice. So, yeah, it's okay. You know, when I get to work, I don't think about it at all. And I find it very interesting and very funny. And I feel like I'm on, like, a... Like a I feel like I'm on Survivor or, like, a reality TV show. It's very exciting. Yeah, bringing your work home with you is, like, a, a bad scene. It's not, not good at all. Um, 
So we had a fun night last night. We were what we did was we hung out in Albany and did a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah, we had <laughs> real like stroll down memory lane for me. Classic. That was wild. I was like, <laughs> uh, you guys really Albany put me night. in a mode. Well, Gabri does this thing where she says, "I don't care where we go," which is a lie. She, she, she cares has, greatly where we go. She just yeah. doesn't want to make a decision. Which is, you know, people are, are it's like a, a lot of people are like that. Where that I, is. I wouldn't say that's untrue, but I also don't live here anymore, so I don't really, I don't feel like it can really weigh in on where we go Nothing because I don't know changes where. changes here. Well, then I would probably just stay home. <laughs> yeah, that's that sort of thing. Like, oh, I've had I really taken that into consideration. There's a really cool place. It's called Home in Bed. Like watching fucking Hulu on a laptop. <laughs> I love Home in Bed. Watching something on yeah. a laptop. That's what I do every. That's what I do. I watch old Howard Stern episodes from the e, their E Channel show. Excellent. Remember? But I, if we had done that, we wouldn't have gotten to experience the, the yeah. magic that was last night. All right, so we get we chill in. We go to El Mariachi. I get us a table. You know, as young, upwardly mobile. For Professionals do. We we meet for dinner. Hey, what's going on? And you know, I'm I'm dressed. You know, to the I'm dressed to the to twos. The I'm dressed to the twos, really. I uh, I rolled out of bed and walked down to the uh, the restaurant. Met those guys, looking good. Got some tacos. Shot the shit. And then uh, then we went to um, somewhere, uh, basically somewhere that uh, Andrew called Deftones the Bar. Yeah, we talked about this on uh, on a previous podcast. This is Hollywood Cafe in yes. Albany. Which is the place that you would go? At least when I when I would go there, uh, it was uh, most of the patrons were guys who were over six feet tall and like three feet wide, and who had uh, black dye jobs with a lot of gel in them and uh, windbreakers that were silk screened with their favorite bands. So it would be like Candiria or or Deftones <laughs> and or, the dyed beard, um, dyed beards. People or... who were still into Crisis. So yeah, dyed beards yeah. Uh, played a part in that. Did you ever have a dyed beard? I never had no. a dyed beard, no. I had, I uh, bleached my hair blonde in a moment of utter I kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I commitment. I also uh, I have a photograph on my Facebook. It was my cover photo of me at a Fugazi show with dyed black hair, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> it is pretty dope. And um, so we go there, and it is, of course, very. I mean, it's awesome, but it's like <laughs> it is a bar rescue bar. Yeah, it 100%. like yeah, to it's a like, T. It's like a John Taffer after job. Like it's like yeah. after he comes in and installs like twenty TVs. Yeah. And uh, I really, my favorite part was that they had a TV with a loop of their like Facebook, the, all the bartenders' Facebook photos, yeah, just really like weird. cycling through, as if anybody cared about like people like social media. Though social media is really like it's, social, it's a thing right now. Social media is a bit <laughs> is sweeping the nation. <laughs> You're connecting with the consumer. You see your Facebook up, you want to pull out your phone, you want to get to know the bartender, <laughs> maybe even take a selfie. Like I, I felt like I was looking at someone's Tinder profile. Like There were so were, many yeah. like duck lips. and. I saw a woman on Tinder writing a feverish, feverishly writing a man. At the bar? At the yeah, bar. Oh, that's at the bar. sick. We were, we were nice. looking over we're her eavesdropping. shoulder. Yeah, big time. I got a Budweiser because that's what you win in Rome. Yeah, uh, Gabri got a mixed drink. Yeah, how was that mixed really, drink? Uh, Gabriel, how was that mixed drink? Uh, it was that, pretty, like, that took the guy actually it, five minutes he to He was, like, <laughs> pour, like, measuring stuff, like... Exactly. Man, like he tried and failed. Like, looking just, like, on his phone off. for a recipe, like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it was... 
Not what, good. What did you order anyway? A margarita on the rocks you with know, salt. That's such like a basic. We were drink. like we were like the scouts for bar rescue. That's like a, ma- a margarita. It was, we were on recon duty. We were on recon. We were we were sent. You were in the van. <laughs> I was in the van. We were in there on recon. What I actually I took was a doing. I and I made the eating sh- or smelling shit face. <laughs> yeah, and then someone came up and started um, uh, started hitting on Gabri. Is that real? Well, no. And then and, Andrew and busted and through grabbed, the door. She grabbed the fold on her arm and it. said, that, yeah, that makes... That's that, a vagina. That, I bet you've got a really tight one. And you said, that's it. I'm, I'm going in. my wife. I'm going in. And then he goes in, lumbers in, you know. <laughs> Andrew lumbers in and says, that's my wife. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Cut the commercial. I can't believe this is happening. Um, and, okay, so we're there and we sit down and... Most bars have sports on television. <laughs> and they did. To to their credit, they did. There was a Mets game playing on one television. I'd like the audience to guess. Of all the sports that were on, and this, we had to spend some time on this because I had a real crisis of conscience. Uh, yeah, this this kind of put me in a state. Uh, take a wild guess as to what sporting event. It wasn't soccer. Well, wait. Go ahead and guess. It wasn't team handball. Okay, guess. We're going to take five minutes. Uh, <laughs> five full minutes of silence while you guess. <laughs> Just take five seconds of silence uh, and let you guess. Wrong. <laughs> the Special Olympics were on guess. television. It was the opening ceremonies of the 2015 Special Olympics on like three gigantic TVs around yes, us. So the, it was impossible to not in watch. In the LA Coliseum. Yeah. And like the Japanese kids started crying. It was uh, it was wild. And Kikinia had like two people. And yep. one of the people had uh, the guy from the Chiefs, Jamal Charles. Yeah. I'm like, I had no one. Number one, I had no idea. Good for him. Yep. Number two, he's definitely gonna rock everybody. <laughs> like, like you're gonna get like you know like Dale and like a couple other people up there, and they're gonna be like, it's you like kind of run. Everybody's a winner. Everybody gets a hug. You know, like that kind of thing. Um. I think some of the dudes, like, some of the Special Olympics dudes, like, really go hard, too. Like, they get, like, pissy if they don't win. I, last, uh, admittedly, last night I went home and watched and watch more of Special it. Olympics <laughs> clips. Because I'm like, is it like an I'm okay, you you're okay, everybody wins? Yeah, well, some of the events are like, you know, everybody gets a hug, everybody gets a medal, you're awesome. And then some of the events are like, fuck you, you suck. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? That's what they got Jamal Charles for. Four by 400, like, swimming. People get real crazy about swimming, you know? Yeah, but this is this, <laughs> the sports is the sport is not what got me. I am a terrible person. Yeah, no, I am a garbage person. I'm a. I'm, just, it was a weird choice to play at it a is bar. So, it's it's so, so it was fun. It was it was a crazy weird. I was like I said I was like this could only happen to us. We're going to go to Club Hollywood, and the fucking Special Olympics are on, right? While people... And then, not to mention that somebody around us was farting. Really? (laughs) Uncontrollably, I would say. No, somebody ate, like... To the point where it had to just escort us all out of there, because it was... (laughs) The fart smell was palpable. It was was overwhelming. So, yeah, somebody kept farting, and it was like... Somebody had, like, macaroni and cheese bites earlier in the day, and was like... Really bombing off. It was bad. And this was like this was like shoe bomber shit. So meanwhile It was like Andrew would say, like when a plane lands. Yeah, oh my god. Uh, when a plane lands, you're on a plane, like a cross <laughs> cross country plane, and you touch down and everyone's like, Whew 
and then everyone just starts fucking ripping ass. It's just like immediately that shuffle when everyone gets up to get their bags is seventy people fucking farting. Or it's after, just awful. After a promising first date, or after a promising my first move. date. Oh my god! Like I haven't had a first date in a while, but when I I do, I try to hold it because it's fucking gross. A, a woman, a Gabrielle, a woman can back it up. If I if we went on a date not knowing each other, um, which would be weird. Uh, and if I we now went farted. on a date, not yeah, like now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, if we went, if I went, Wait, to New York, you guys are both. We both tonight? had concussions. Weird. Yeah, I went, and I went to uh, New York, and I was like, Andrew, Gabby, and I have been talking, and uh, it started off talking about normal, regular stuff, and then she's like, you know, uh, if it's cool, we should probably get uh, like a gin and tonic somewhere, like a date, and I was like. This is weird, but not as weird as Social Olympics, but it's still weird. And I was like, okay, but what will Andrew think? And she's like, fuck Andrew. Wow. Holy shit. This This is after my traumatic brain injury, Uh, so you have to understand. This is after Gabri fell. (laughs) (laughs) Go through the ice. Gabri fell. After I fell and then was in a car crash. Gabri was running for the... And fell out of a plane. Gabri was running for the L train and fell. And then afterwards, she had an epiphany. Anyway. I actually, I, I helped somebody who was running for the L train and fell once. I jumped <laughs> off the train and helped them, and the train left oh, without me. You oh sprang into action? Yeah. Andrew really springs into action. Like, it, if something goes down, Andrew is, like, a first responder. Andrew like, is somebody, yeah, Andrew's somebody I'd like to share a foxhole with, because if we were, like, about to get overrun, we would find something to laugh about, and then we'd get shredded, just, shredded like, with Absolutely <laughs> shredded, yeah. yeah, yeah like, Andrew like, would try and jump in front of you, but you were both just, like, he would do that, but hamburger I would, meat, you know? I, yeah, we, we'd get rocked with the last two men. You know, I mean, Never should have signed up for this. No. no we, they, I'm, I'm, and I say something like... That was kind of your bad. I say yeah. something like, don't shoot till you see the whites of their eyes, and then we start laughing, because that's like that's a ridiculous thing to say. And then, <laughs> then, they, then the Russians overrun us, and they're like... I hope in that situation, though, I go... You know when you watch movies, and the guy's like firing, and it's like... Yeah, like all the squibs are going off. That's that's yeah, the kind of like that's Rambo. what I'm going. We, no, I'm like, you know what we do? We high five them like we're going to Rambo. This shit. We Rambo jump it. out and we're like, da, 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 da. we take out a couple, but they got us. Troutman's computer. Troutman's computer. Exactly. Yo, Troutman's computer. I'll I'll go Troutman's computer on you. <laughs> See, that's how I keep when I'm in an argument with a woman. That's how I get everything's back to base. Everything's straight. I was like, I'll go Troutman's computer on you, and she's like. Oh, She's like, I, got, I just got called into work early, and she, I didn't, but she just needs that time to cry. She's like, uh, she just like walks around the block on the phone, like, like then doesn't even have her purse with her, and she's just like walking around, like, in like PJ pants, like crying. PJ pants. Wait, how did I we actually, get here? I've actually seen that because I sit on the stoop, uh, like a real townie, and uh, I see people like walking around just like on their PJ with in PJ pants and like a like a halter top, like on the phone yelling. With like a pack of Newports and their bra oh, strap, yeah. and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. "Jeremy, you know, let me in the house." Then last time we took New Jersey Transit, we uh, we got stuck next to someone in her PJ pants having a really serious argument Why on the phone the whole this? time. I think you've had kind of checked out, Andrew's but I was, I was, I was, I was keeping abreast of her issues. I was really in Why it the with fuck her. Fuck, were we on New Jersey Transit? Wait, this all got started because you were going on a first date with somebody and. <laughs> what okay. happened? We're talking about the fart smell. That's how we got into it. Okay, so we're at Hollywood. 
<laughs> so we're at uh, ten, uh, actually ten minutes later. We're at Hollywood, and special, special Olympics around. And uh, Andrew and I are looking at each other, and we're like, like "Don't be those, don't don't be those people," you know, like. You can't be like us. Yeah, I was. I mean, I said like this is a little bit of my metalhead jock shit coming out, which always comes out, which has a base in deep insecurity that I've since healed. I, I feel okay about myself, but back then it was like anyway. Um, so, some I don't know why I just <laughs> yeah. I, I you know what I've said a lot of weird crazy shit on this fucking podcast and y'all got to roll with it. I just thought that it was, the enthusiasm was so high that people looked very funny when they're the happy. I liked that they would have <laughs> and this is this is coming from the person I've only seen <laughs> I think two South Park episodes of my entire life, and the one that will always floor me is the one where they go to summer camp, and all the special needs kids are just, like, clearly Looney Tunes characters that they rewrote. Like, it's... Like, I die. I actually die when that's on. Um... I had a greater right. point to make here. Oh, yeah, that's... You would watch the footage of everyone coming, like, you know, somebody carrying the Sri Lanka banner... And all the like, all the fucking participants from Sri Lanka are really excited, and they're jumping around, and they've got like dances and whatnot. Really, like, so cool, super enjoying. And so, like, one Japanese kid really started to cry. It was just like too much for him. It was just like, like overwhelmed. I started at the bottom. Cool, yeah. And now I'm here. Here I am. That's it. And then they cut to the crowd, and it's just Moms like and dads, older <laughs> white couples texting. Yeah, like fuck. Literally, nobody watching cares. It's like. It is one woman waving the Sri Lankan flag, but 20 people behind her on their phones just being like, Whoa. I think I, we're going to try and beat traffic. Um, <laughs> wild ass. Like, nobody in that stadium paying any attention whatsoever. It's very so, strange. Yeah. I would assume that you paid some sort of admission to be there. Think I think so, that yeah. might, have, might have been like the parents, like maybe the parents of some of the... Um, the, the athletes. I was thinking about that. Do they have to cover their flights there, or did the Special Olympics fly you there? I, you I know, like if you're in like there were like the Russian contingent had like 105 people. Yeah, that's big bucks. But imagine being like the parent of a special needs child who gets in the Special Olympics, but you're from like Mumbai and not like the yeah. not like the chill part. And you've already been fucking life. You already been jammed fucking life yeah. you know, it, with you spend extra extra on your kid because he needs all kinds of doctor's appointments and shit and then they're like yo your kid is fucking killing it we want you to come to Special Olympics and fucking ball hard but you gotta pay for it but you gotta pay 1700 bucks I know it's just it's, it's like <laughs> 2 million rupees to to get there but then you can and then they're like, you can watch it? my grandparents text yeah I mean, is it like is it US or like you know rupees or uh, like rubles, or rubles, or, or Deutschmarks, and they're like, "That's U.S." Yeah, I'd like some. It. I'd like clarification on this. I, I want to know. We would like you to send us your credit card information with the security code, please. And so, then you get ripped off by the Special Olympics, and then it's I like, "Yo, then you, who do you call?" You if the cannot special, catch a break. If the Special Olympics rips you off, who do you call? The cops, right? Rambo goes. <laughs> you call Rambo. I would call Rambo for real. I wouldn't call the cops. 
Because they'd be like, yeah, and they're like, oh, come on, this has got to be a prank call. He needs street justice. Well, I mean... I also think, like, if you're in Mumbai and you call the cops, and the cops just come over and rob you, too. It's not like it's, yeah. you know, yeah, no, no, it's not... Well, a, I enjoy, I like your furnishings. I like your I live here coffee now. table. I live here now. Oh, my God, I can't believe this. marry your 15-year-old daughter. Yeah. I have a gun. So we're, we're showing, uh... We're showing a lot of our worldliness. <laughs> Look, we had a good time. The beer was flowing. We're, the conversation was gone. The fart smells. The hang the thick fart in the smell. Air. Conversation. The, smell of the shit was I, in the air. Palpable. I was enjoying the shit out of myself. Well, you guys went to go get a drink. I sat at that table. Beat off. And I really walked down. Like, I just sat there and I looked around with this self satisfied fucking smirk and Cheshire walked down Cat's memory lane. Smile. I loved it. Like, yeah. thinking about, yeah, going in there with my old roommate, having him have a fucking, like, a wild fucking, like, acid turn in there and, like, screaming. And Dave Padre. Yeah. Yeah, I never see Andrew happy at a bar, but Let's, he was pretty happy. That was, go down I was really excited when we sat in there and then at the drive-in came on and you hit the apex of, like, the least enjoyable point of the oh, night. That was really wild. At the drive-in came on. One-Eyed Scissor came on. Only the fucking <laughs> best song really, I ever did. Really, really relevant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was having some, like, high school flashbacks and not enjoying myself. Yeah, Look, that was I was wild. having flashbacks because there were women in there that I had been, I was into. Oh, yeah, that's right. I liked it when you sat the there and you went, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> this woman came up to the table. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, no, it's okay. Oh, no, I was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. okay, okay, hey, hi. Tweaker girl? No. Oh, Wait. Tweaker girl, no, 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 not tweaker girl. There, I mean, it's, I lived in this town for a while. <laughs> Wait, that was an owl statue, was it? No. Oh, okay. oh hell no. Oh, owl man. statue's long gone. I still want to see owl statue. I never had, I never, I never owl, caught owl statue. I have some, uh, I have some dangerous photos of her. I, no. <laughs> no, you don't want to see it? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a strong nah. Yeah? Oh, yeah? I'll show them to you. Yeah, we good. Um, so I have a, Club Hollywood story. Excellent. I didn't tell last night. Perfect. Wasn't wasn't right. There were women walking around in various low and high moments in my life. I were you know was either made out with at a bar or like more with there kicked were, it to kicked it to knock boots whatever. There were a couple people there and like uh, so it, re- it reminded me that. I went on like an okay Cupid meetup with this girl who wore rainbow coveralls. Wow. That was one of the people that was there last night. No. Was it? Okay, all right. She wore rainbow like, over, like overalls, like Queen Latifah style overalls. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. You and I, T.Y. You and I, I got unity. What's up? Ladies first. Ladies first. That's, let's go through the Queen Latifah catalog. That's the only one ladies I know. Ladies first. Do an ITY. That's a unity. Ladies first. Ladies first. Really good. Really, we should start the whole thing off with ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew has his work cut out for him. Ladies yeah. first. Ladies first. Anyway, speaking of ladies first. Um, so I met there. We met there. And she was with her friend who was like, uh, scene. If you know what I mean, like poofed out hair, listens to like, and then we like I wrestled a bear once, oh, shit like man. that. <laughs> Boy. Yeah, I show up with my fucking, I show up with a death shirt on, like death, the death metal band from Florida, 
and uh, and a death jacket, so I look like a death super fan. Nice. I didn't oh, really, really good. Didn't really realize well what was happening there. You know, I kind of roll. I was day. I remember it was a snow day. Coordinating. Uh, this was a while. Ago. This was a couple of years ago. <laughs> Coordinating, yeah. And uh, it was cool because I want people to recognize that I am, I'm. You know, that's that's what I do. You know, I wear I wear shirts that the, the music represents who I am as a person. <clears throat> you wear head to toe single band merch. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Not all over print. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, well, I mean, all over print needs to come back. First of all. Second of all, Give I was time. there. Right. And they were like, she's Should like, we do all over print ONDTs for uh, episode yep. 100. Somebody just ordered an overnight drive tea like last week, which was wild. Like, I, I didn't, uh, that means people are going back to the old catalog. I'm like, I wonder uh, if this link still works. Absolutely. So, yeah, which I haven't sent that oh. shirt out, by the way. So, I'll, yeah, I'll cool. do that when we get back from vacation. I'll say that it happened when we were on vacation, but I would be lying to you. So, I'll wanna, send it out. I was thinking about making some stickers, actually. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. I, I say like um, uh, put in work. It would say like put in work, <laughs> or it would say like our, all of our catchphrases. You know, like getting a good thing. Um, okay, so we're there, and it's like still daylight out, which is like weird, right? She's like, but she texted me, and me being Johnny on the spot was like, mom, you know. Um, this was like uh, right after I moved out of the Craigslist house, the Craigslist weird apartment. Craigslist weird apartment. Okay, yeah, 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 all right. Into the Lark Street apartment. Your mom's calling you. Oh, you sure you don't want to put, don't her, wanna on put her on speakerphone? See what she's Can got going on. Please put her on speaker. No. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. No, it's you not. Know, I bared my soul funny. on this podcast. I've, I have, I have severed ties with a couple of friends because of this podcast. Oh, yeah. calls over. You know what though? If you put her on speakerphone, she'll fucking blame me for it. That's like her thing. Like anytime we do anything to her, I, I'm always the instigator that's somehow. Pr- Andrew pranks my mom all the time. I do. Oh, there was a day where she called and I picked up and I did an African accent and I said, dude, I said, we have your daughter or something like that. <laughs> like what? <laughs> really good. And, uh... We pranked her and told her we were moving across the country. Oh, we, that's right. I gave her a nightmare uh, once. I told her we were moving to Austin, and she had a nightmare the next night that we were moving yeah, away. Yeah, like Andrew's, like, literally gives her stress <laughs> dreams, so I think it's best that we, we let her be calm. And You know, guys, since we're uh, since Andrew and I are entering a period of transition, is it smart for all of us to pool our resources and move somewhere cool? Where's cool? Exactly. I vote for London, Ontario. That's, Too cold. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what... Uh, it's so cool it's cold. Aye. Next. We're, honestly, you know, wherever. I mean, honestly, after the next couple of months, I'll probably be... You want to just move in with us, put the privacy curtain up, call I it a day? I could do that. Y'all got you the... live in the hallway? I could put the, cur- the privacy curtain up, and it would be, like, it would really throw a kink in, like, your life. Like, it would, like not even just your TV watching, but, like, your life. And you know I listen under the door when you all doing it. I would just would. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just would. And then one night I get so worked up, and then I you hear me, and then you fucking Andrew opens the door. He's like, "What the fuck's going on here?" And I'm like, "Then we uh, never look at each other again." No, I would just be like, "I drop," you know, "I drop something." I just bend over <laughs> and then yeah, he's like, "Okay," and then Gabby doesn't believe me, and then you get in a fight, and I listen again, <laughs> and you're like, then you open the door, you're like, "God damn it, why do you keep listening?" I'm like, "I drop." I, I was just on my way to the kitchen. Sorry. <laughs> I was just on my way to the kitchen, and, like, you know, I had socks on and just floor slippery, so I fell. 
but I caught myself so you didn't hear it. It's all I was, good. Like, in a weird push-up position. <laughs> Don't ignore the fact that my pants are on my ankles. <laughs> push-up position. Yeah. Uh, awkward push-up, push-up position, my favorite uh, sex position. It's great. Um, anyway, oh yeah, so... We keep getting yeah pulled off track here. It's okay. We're cool. Uh, so I'm there, and she's like with her friend, and we have zilch in common, like like negative things in common, right? Very young, like twenty two. Oh, you mean the girl in the rainbow overalls, and you don't have anything in common? Not Shocking. Anything in common, no. She's got like fucking piercings and shit, but she has the you know like the the, the modern jukeboxes have like an app you can download mm-hmm. and and interrupt people's songs to download play your songs. Fuck you, by the way. Linked to your credit card. She has this and is playing songs off of her, like, like picking songs on her phone, right? And so we're talking and I'm like drinking, I'm like drinking like heavy beer, like like 8% beer. Because I'm like, like, this is going to be a fucking, this is going to be 45 minutes in heaven or hell. And then she's like, yo, let's, you know, let's go back to the, uh, they have, like, a back patio. But this was in, like, um, like, late March, so it's still cold out. There's still snow happening. And we go back, and she lays one on me. Smooch, right? I'm like, game on, right? <laughs> boom. boom. I'm like, boom. I made the team. I can't believe it. I, I can't believe at this age I made the team. But I did. I made the team so good when that happens because that's such an advanced age. And there's men who listen to the podcast who are older, down on their luck. They you know they don't get a lot, they don't get as much cut as they used to. You still make the team. You still make the team, man. You know if you got the skills, if you can fucking if you can catch, if you can catch a ball over to the midfield in motion, in a in a one fluid movement and still avoid a DB running at you. A strong, like a shitty strong, like somebody from the Dolphins, a shitty strong safety, and you do a juke move. It doesn't matter how old you are, you make the team, boom, because you're an offensive threat. Now I'm an offensive threat, but she's like, boom, and then we did it again. She was like, oh, let's go back out and just smoke another cigarette. And before she even got the cigarette, it's like, nah, nah, nah. you've got a real constitution. Like the idea of like. <laughs> Anybody smoking a cigarette and then trying to like plant one on me is like an absolute it's push called, away situation. Andrew, like, we've talked about this before. It's called incredible low desperation and seeking validity through physical contact. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, so you weren't into her, and you guys had nothing in common. I was into her because she looked she she looked good. The body was banging, even in the those. rainbow overalls. Yeah. yeah, I could tell. You could tell. Yeah. Okay. Because right, when I when right. I when I go, so you were into it. First kiss, I was like, I was a grab, I grabbed. But the before honey. the kiss, were you into it? <laughs> yeah. Because it didn't what? sound like you were. No, I because I was. It was like the great unknown. It's like I took a cab with two people I didn't know. It's like that level of awkward. They're like, oh, hey, yeah. but then we go, then we got going, and her friends inside, like looking at her watch, and she, she's like, I gotta go, and uh, she's like, I gotta, I gotta go, and I was like. Best wing, best wing woman ever. She's like, I gotta go. So it leaves us two alone, and we start drinking and thinking, right? And we fucking take it back to the crib. First we, night there, roommates like, oh cool, so this much. is gonna happen. Like, That's this, cool. Uh, All right. Is that the Craig's Craig's house? No, no. This is right after the Craig's house. This okay. is last year. 
Like that that time where you're just getting into a spot and they want to know what your routine's going to be like, just and then you fucking fall through the door with a woman. Like, what's up? I parade. I'm like, I'm 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 doing all right on the beer. So so she, we take it back to the house. I'm like, and that way it's blatant. She's like, she's like, so, you know, she's like, all right. So you know, why don't we just, you know, I, I, you know, you live close. She's she's in total control. First of all, me, you know, and I was like, yeah, okay, you know, let's go back. Rock it, right? <clears throat> And then she never talks to me again, ever. Wow. Pretty wild. Is she local? Local. And you don't see her around? I feel I like do. you see April. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Wow, all right. And she never acknowledged it? Uh, she goes, she's like, hey, oh, hey. It wasn't bad. I mean, it, was, it wasn't like a, like, it was like a frightening thing. It was just, that's the M.O., you know? Young, trying to have fun, not trying to get married, so I'm just going to, you know, fucking... It's a, it's a Tuesday night. I'm gonna have sex with this dad. She says she's in control. It's like she's taking. She took the power back. It's like I was not. I did. I had no control. She was all her idea. Come back. All right. I'm gonna do this. And then it was just like a dude. We're just like, hi. Well, that was fun. That was fun. It was good. But that's it. Made the team. Wham bam. Thank you, sir. I made the team. I got to play in one game. It's like that. Just like that uh, movie Miracle about the guy who played for the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. And I played one season. It's like that. I remember, as you were telling that story, <laughs> I had this really, I hadn't thought about this forever, this really vivid recollection of being in Hollywood and sitting at the bar, actually, where you guys were getting a, a drink. That was like, that was my spot. Mm-hmm. Sitting there, and uh, I, I, I don't know who I was with or what I was with, whatever. And this girl bumps into me, and I look over, and it's a girl I used to know from, like, my younger punk days. Like, my real, like, throwback, like, way back days. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on? Oh, my God, how are you? How are you? Like, Uh-oh. it's really good to see you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm not good at all. I'm, like, drinking hard cider nope. at fucking uh, <laughs> at Cafe Hollywood. That, that's, like, a barometer for how uh, bad you And do. hard cider back then. Oh, Shit. yeah. Wow. Um, and she's like... It's really, really good to see you. Like, it's... I'm really, really happy you're here. Okay. Cool. Like, I'm happy you're here, too. You know, whatever. I'm just like... And... (laughs) She started getting really weirdly emotional. Oh, that's just... Like, yeah, like, starting to, like, well up. But, like, we're not, like, talking about heavy shit, you know? It's just, like... Welling up. Yeah, it's like, well, like, I... I I just I you know like like things like that where I'm just like uh, do you want to talk like what's going on and then um, she's like we we really have to like this week we have to get together we have to get together this week here's my number whatever I'm like all right cool and then this guy she's with turns around and he's like all right you know come on Louise we gotta go. And she's like, it's Lauren. And then he, like, her away. And I never saw her again. Oh, no. Like, I looked into the void in such a wild way. I changed her name there, but... Oh, uh, sure you did. I did change it on the fly, too, because I was just like, oh, fuck. What am I like? I need yeah. to fucking... I need to change the first letter. Whatever. But, yeah, like, there was a point. Like, she might be dead. Like, she might just straight up be, like, a dead person right now. Do we know so, people? That was have, wild. Do we know people who have mutual friends who have died? Uh, oh yeah, definitely. I just don't know who. Oh, you know what? Maybe not. I think we've know we know a lot of people who have died emotionally. 
like that yeah. inside, like yeah. that inside. Spiritually, yeah. Spiritually, Spiritually, dead. physically, emotionally. Mind, spirit, and body taking its toll, as Ray Capo said once. Mind, spirit, body taking its toll. Remember uh, Youth of Today, We're Not in This Alone? Great record. Great record. I'm going to do my Henry Rollins <laughs> podcast impression. Okay. Youth of Today, We're Not in This Alone. Great record. How do you sit and listen to this shit? Like, I started listening me. to that. I was trying to become a podcaster, man. I, I start... can't listen to anybody talk about music at all. No. It is, it is like it, it, it's I've egregious to, to me. Listen to it to fall asleep. She, Henry Rollins podcast, right? Who is somebody we should probably get on the show for five minutes before he punches me in the face? Because I'll be like, <laughs> be like, come on, man, come with us, right? And uh, it would be fun though. And but I listen to it, and he's he takes a like serious tone with everything. He's like, youth of today. We're not in this alone. Perfect record, but he doesn't say it like youth today. But like, but it's like everything is like, like he's talking about. Went to the South Bay, visited the old SST headquarters, and they had plastered over the door. So I, I had a bunch of emotions running through my head as I approached the building, a place where we had lived for two and a half years, and it's like that mean that little bit of minutia means something to somebody. But not to me, so it just sounds yeah. very fucking weird. <laughs> and it's like, oh man, like I put two and two together, and like I like Black Flag, so fucking Henry Rollins went to the old SST headquarters, and like was walking. I wish I was there, walking around. It's like if you and I went to all the old Max tracks where we used to practice, or Mike's basement where we used to practice, right? We took a picture there. And we're like, yo, man, this is where we started playing music together. And then one person in Germany would be like, oh, this is very good. Like, <laughs> like it's like that kind of shit. Yeah. It's so strange. Like, nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. But it's like, it, it's like, I don't know, man. That actually reminded me, somebody asked in the questions what our favorite uh, end of a year track is. That's a, that's is, a, I, that's a, that's I was, a tough one, because I, I don't ever fucking think about that shit. I was playing guitar today, I thought about it. Um... I liked Audrey Kishline a great deal. Kishline I really hated, and then I came around on it. Um, and then Shunduri ruined it. And then Shunduri ruined it. With, That's because well, we we I, I can feel like I can speak freely to Shunduri because he doesn't listen to this and doesn't care. We you know he fucking listens every week. He's the first person to download it. Shunduri clap like knock two times in the pipe if you fucking <laughs> if you listen uh, or whatever you know send a send a fucking flare up. At uh, you know, in two weeks, if you fucking listen or whatever, I don't know, poor fella. But uh, we would play Kishline in practice. This was when we were practicing in Eric's basement, which was like a cool practice space, even though it was like seven feet wide. It was. By, it was like, pretty good. It was like we practiced in like a it, like it was a basement. It was like his dad's tools were down there, so we basically had all our stacks in a row, and it was just like a huge ball of sound. If uh, if anyone's foolish enough to do like a complete discography of end of a year, I have all of those old practice tapes. Oh, and somebody act- just lit up right now. Somebody's <laughs> brain just started fucking firing on all cylinders. Yeah, but um, but that, I, that's actually fun because like in between songs, we just say racist shit. Oh yeah, that's that was pretty much what it was. It was great. We'd like make fun of each other. We'd be like, yeah, I bet you sucked a cock yesterday. <laughs> it would be like stuff like that. Um, but Sean Duty had this weird thing where he would play. He got on like a. <laughs> God, I think about it now, and I want to like really ruin. Like, I want to cut myself. It made me so mad. We had a kiss line, which was fine, and for like a couple years, we played that song, and it would be we'd open the set with it, and it would be like really like it was a decent song. 
and it was fun to play and it would like build up and I had like a cool guitar part that I really liked playing and the way Andrew recorded it it sounded like very unique and very like like cool and warm and neat but then Shandini somehow along the line started playing like a a dub bass line to it oh that's right I forgot about that yeah yes, he played a dub and we were like it was so tense because when we were like Sean Duty, you, you, after two years, you're playing the song differently. It would be like if I pulled out like, like a like a slide and started. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it was that kind of it was that kind of weird. But none of us, because we were like, I don't know why, but it was so it was so. Awkward. You never step on anyone else's parts. That was right. that was a thing. That was, that was a that thing, was and we we were adherent to that to our tenets where you never step on anybody else's parts. If someone wants to change shit, it was cool. And I used to do like. If I didn't feel like playing, I would just do like a lot of feedback. Or I mean, I wasn't a particularly good live guitarist anyway, so I would do a lot of faking it till I made it. But Shundu, like his, he would play. The thing is, he would play so loud. Oh yeah, that you could hear when he would like do that, <laughs> and it made it took all of the piss out of the song, and it made us feel very bad about it. And it that pretty, killed it pretty much. That was it killed. It killed that. Its song. time was coming anyway. It killed that song. Yeah, we were making, we were, we were making great songs. Um, we always make great songs. But uh, I think, um, yeah. So Kishon was a, uh, was good. I like Jenny Lee a lot. Um, uh, <laughs> fucking no. I don't know. Yeah, I don't give a shit about all that old stuff. I don't I like. I liked playing both of those. Fine, they were uh, great. It's a good time. I uh, I don't. I don't care enough about shit I've done to usually when I record something and this guy this has gotten worse as I've gotten older. Mm. Uh, I used to I used to do like the normal band thing where we'd sit and we would like practice and write a song and get it together and get it really hammered down and bring it to the studio and then put <clears> it out and yeah. wonder about the track listing and who should we give this to and then put it out and man I hope people like this. You thought about all that when we played? Yeah, I mean, this is what you do when you when you play music. As I started to get older, it started to kind of free up. I actually remember exactly when it was, when I was recording uh, our first Death Wish record, and I just did the guitars on my bed. <laughs> I just yeah. sat on my bed, and I just like wrote the fucking like, Walter Miller parts like freehand, and I'm like... Oh, that was both easy and satisfying, and I don't have to worry about you did that. It, yeah, that's how I always did it. You always worried about that shit. Yeah. And I would just come in and rock it. Now, I'm at the point, like, a song gets in my head, and I play it, and that is the end of it. And I don't care where it goes. I don't care who masters it. I don't care who puts it out. I don't care when it comes out. I don't care who listens to it, and I don't care if we ever play it live. Right. Like, it was there, and it was something I did, and then it's gone. Mm. Uh, which I think drives people fucking crazy sometimes because like people I know will like text me and be like, "What's the? <clears throat> I don't, I don't be bother. What's the deal with this this record? Like, are, are, are we? Is this going to come out soon? I need to, you know, my release schedule is getting backed up. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll write, you know, too long, don't care. You know? <laughs> like, too yeah. long, didn't read. I don't know, I don't care. None of this shit matters. It's like, it it mattered until the point that I hit render on Reaper, and then it became a song, and then it was gone from my life forever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't I don't really have favorites on that shit. The, my favorite song is the one I'm about to do. It's very, uh, very progressive. Yeah, you, know, you know, that's, that's how it goes. I, I wish more people did this. It, it makes your life a lot easier. It's uh, it's very, very chill wave. 
I'm kind of the same way with my new stuff, uh, but I do like the old stuff too. I mean, I, I, not that I'm like, I don't lay, I don't lay in bed awake like awake at night thinking about it, but like, it's neat. I mean, it represents the time in my life where I felt very free, and I still feel free, but in a different way. Because uh, I was broken free back then, and now I, I'm not broken. Not allowed to be broken free anymore. <laughs> I'm not allowed to be broken free anymore. And it was cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess I still remember how to play most of those songs. I played them like hundreds of times, so it was neat. Um, yeah, wow. I wonder if I could play old, like, Police Line and, like, Molested songs from there. I'm almost certain I could if I... I don't uh, know if I really should, though. Yeah, I don't know if I should. There's a few I, I can't... Well, there's a few fucking, like, bands I've been in that if you played the four-track demo for me, I would just, like, fall right back into it and do it, but I, just, I can't pull it <laughs> off the top of my head. I'm thinking, like, we should... Like you and I, you know, we, we always Fuck, played. We're talking about music. I hate no, no, fucking bands. There's one more thing, music. Andrew. You and All I right. always played really well together. It was fun. The last tour we did together, where you and I, like, Sunday went off to the side. There's a Tigers band. We went off to the side, and you and I played like the guitars were like center. That we was, did a couple Tigers job ones. Which which I uh, like. What, what was our one, route? The first one. We went to Canada. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay. That was really nice. That was, that was nice. Good. I think that we should start a band that sounds like Infest. <laughs> <laughs> After all we've been through and all we've done, we should write some derivative bullshit. How about that? Man, Infest is really. Oh my not god! Good. Bobby what Christina I- Brown just died. Anyway. Is that real? Bobby Christina Brown. Breaking died. news, that's it. Bobby it's, Christina. Man, what? It's fucked up our chronology bad, but. Jesus. Yeah. Bobby, what are you doing? Unbreak my heart. Why don't you take control? Bobby Christina, um, yeah, well, I mean, a report came out that they were cleaning stuff out of her house and getting ready for, to sell it, so I guess she it was not long for this world. Well, she she was on life support for like a minute or something, right? Yeah, she was like Terry Schiavo. She was on life support for like, remember Terry Schiavo? I do remember Terry Schiavo. <laughs> I remember that I, when I first got Firefox on my desktop PC in like 2004, there was a an, uh, there was a, like an extension you could download that would give you um, that would give you ha- how many days Terry Schiavo was always on life support <laughs> every morning it would ping <laughs> and then one night one morning I woke up and it said Terry Schiavo has died and I I mean I think that was kind of a pivotal moment in my life when I realized that no matter what happens we all die that was a weird point in time that whole thing I don't uh, like you say that though. Like that won't happen again at some point <laughs> soon. Like, is it okay if I put you guys as like when you fill out new? We like, have to decide. Yeah, like if, I, if you were like my like emergency contact. If I gave you, if you would decide, because I think you would make a better, I think you would make a better call than my parents would. No. As far as whether to put you on life support or not, yeah. I'll take. Yeah, I'll take that call. It's no problem. All right, pull the plug. Man. You want to deal with his parents? I have a living will floating around somewhere. It was actually uh, it was a homework assignment in sociology class. <laughs> Weirdly actually, enough. That's a good assignment. I feel like that's a good assignment. I don't know. where. I, I'm sure it's long gone, and my father probably fucking threw it out. Oh, my but, God. That's uh, really bad. But, you know... My father throws everything out. It's not like it was a malicious act. He just likes to not have things. One of the weird things I fucking uh, picked up from my father is... Wanting to throw things out all the time, like I just like I want to so bad. 
this... Did we get a beer that this is not going to open? There we go. I a got... lot of school projects, though, were... Like, most school projects were bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Most school... Most classes in school you don't really use in your, like, everyday life. Most projects were really pointless. But there was, like, a few that I still remember to this day that were really useful. And I remember when I was in fourth grade, we we had what they called the Penny Project, which you had to, like, you had to... <laughs> Wait for it. Oh, what? I don't know why that was so funny. <laughs> well, it was just, like, the most real-life thing, because most things were, like... Math oh, wait. stuff that you, save you never a penny, use. And the next day you save two pennies, and then you save. No, oh. it's based on the J.C. Penny catalog. Holy shit! <laughs> but you had a budget. So you buy right? sheets once. Well, it's like you had a budget, and then yeah. you had to like shop from the catalog for everything you needed in your life, like from this budget. It was basically like personal finance in fourth grade. That's like that was good. actually really useful, hmm. and okay. ended up like. As a fourth grader, how old are you? Like nine? No. You don't know what things cost or like what money means, and you actually had to like kind of understand like, okay, if I have this much money, like buying a necess- a life necessity is going to take this much out of my budget, and it like helped me to kind of understand. <laughs> That's cool. That things cost money. Is it bad that I still don't have a budget at all? It is bad. Yes. Yeah, that's bad. Like, I don't budget my... I just... I'm like, oh, Grubhub, cool. Oh, Grubhub, cool. I mean, if you have everything on auto-pay, then I don't think it's a big deal. I do but have everything on auto-pay, actually. And I think it's less of a big deal. Whatever's left in my account is funny money. That, yeah, that, well, that's some the thing. Day, then that's Some fine. weeks it's yeah. cool. Some weeks it's like, oh, shit. And some weeks it's awesome. I mean, but out of that, I mean, are you, as long as you're putting money away that's coming in automatically, then, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's all good. Save upwards of $500 Then, yeah, other than that, I don't know. I, I don't have, like, a... a like a fun spending budget. I just spend the money that I have, and that's that. But anyway, that sounded like a project that was actually, like, That useful. actually is good. I was saying yesterday, when we were walking around, that as I get older and America seems to get stupider, I'm starting to become a bigger proponent for homeschooling, which <laughs> it also means that I can't have children. Like, because I can't... There can't be more homeschoolers, because even that's all fucked up. Um, but, like... God damn, school is fucking useless. Yeah, like it's unbelievable. I figure, I figure for me, I work with school, and it's like, why don't they teach you shit you actually need to know? But that's what I, I mean, don't understand. Yeah, they don't, they don't teach you shit you need to know anymore. I mean, they teach you shit you needed to know in like 1970. Um, <laughs> and it's still like the whole concept of schooling. I forget the guy who came up with the modern concept of schooling. Uh, it was some German guy. But the whole idea was America was in... Are you periscoping me? What's going on? No. Okay. No uh, America was in an industrial economy. It was in a manufacturing economy. Uh, it was pre-war time. There was, like... It was mostly factory jobs. And so the whole concept of modern schooling, of desks in a row, 30 kids in a class, doing things on schedule, was actually to make people prepared for the workplace. And the workplace at the time was manufacturing. Makes perfect sense. Yo, that shit does not fucking exist anymore. Like, yeah, weren't you saying it was to to have kids like whoever's really good at doing repetitive tasks yeah. and like mm-hmm. whoever's really good at um, menial 
like knowledge would be good in working in a factory. That is exactly it. Which, if that's what your economy is based on, is a perfectly logical way to do it. Um, but it's just like super not anymore, and no one it, like no one ever wants to fucking admit to this. So schools are just being like dragged along, like kicking and screaming by mm. progress, and it's. It, yeah. I'm not a patriot by any stretch of the imagination. Like, if America ceases to exist tomorrow, I'm happy to go live anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it's just be like, I'll be all good. Um, but it's just like, fuck me. Like, this is this is painful to watch. It's unbelievable. It is. Like, high school should just teach you the terms of, like, loans so that you don't make a bad decision when you go into college. Yeah, can you, like, like, I really wish my fucking high school taught me that. It's yeah. fucking insane well, that. that there's not a personal finance, like, requirement in high school before you go away to college. Yes, well, your parents, who are also ill-informed, are making these which, decisions for you. Yeah, anyway. Which you shouldn't go to college, so it's alright. It's, you know, it's... it's. I... Uh, and, oh, uh, yeah. It's, Best decision it's I've ever made in my here. life was not going to college. Like, yeah, you know, I'm. Ve- I think about that sometimes. Actually, I'm very jealous of that. And I work. I'm working in the belly of the beast right now, where I'm working at a small private institution that is very in debt, and the enrollment's down, and the retention is down. Like people apply, and then they're like, "Ah, fuck that," you know. Um, and it's like it's gonna like that it's gonna go away like the whole American dream of like oh no you're 18 you gotta go to college like that's gone man and Gabby back me up you have to show your work you have to have a trade like you had a trade and you were good at what you do so you got a job in that your trade yeah but you could have learned how to do that tell me if I'm wrong but you could have learned how to do that on your own took like two years and became like as dope as you are now and got that job or did you need an education no, I still stand by my education. I do. Um, I don't think... When you interview I, for your job, where they're like, oh, cool. Yes. Okay. You do... I, like, for what I do, you do need that. And having a BFA and having... Uh, I mean, this is very specific to what I do, but, like, having a, like, a fine arts background and, like, actually, like, a lot of the professional connections that I, like, started in yeah. school, like, were super helpful for, like obtaining like a meaningful career but I wish I was like way more informed when I got into school about I would have gone about it totally differently financially yeah of course yeah and that actually that just brought something up that I when I say don't go to college it occurred to me that the one thing that college is good for is creating professional connections and things like that so if you are in college and you're doing college shit and you're already in loans and whatever and the like there's no grand, more grand plan in the works than start to make good friends with very rich and upperly mobile people. Because those are the people when you're out and you're like, you have an idea for the fucking app that butters your toast that you have people you can call on to uh, to back you up and vice versa. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's realistically... Every time I read an interview with somebody who's, like, a gazillionaire and they talk about college, that's always what they say. It's just like, oh, you know, the, the connections I made in college were really what made it worthwhile. So, yeah, don't fucking play Halo in your dorm, dork. Yeah, I guess what's, like, the most Halo. useful, like, is really ask questions, you know, like, talk to the people who are there that can can get you in front of the right people and, and ask and, like... Just like you guys are all fucking wrong, man. <laughs> the purpose 
of collar just to let the sperm fly, dude. That too. <laughs> let the barrel blow. <laughs> let the barrel blow. <laughs> I thought that was like, yeah. like that was a given. I, I didn't think I had about, to say that. Did I say about let the sperm fly? No, I don't think so. The first time I ever experienced a just conversation about jerking off was this guy named Jason Green in the sixth grade. And he's like, let the sperm fly, dude. And I, with me being young and I've been having not jerked off yet, was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you know, like you, you, you're at home and you jerk off and you're like, and then the sperm flies out. <laughs> and then, and then like two, like a, like a year and a half ago, I saw him working at the Glen Street Dunkin' Donuts and I was like, oh, let the sperm fly, dude. And he's like, right on, dude. No, I didn't actually say that to him, but I remembered that. He didn't recognize me. I skipped my 20-year 20, uh, 20 high school reunion. Nice. Very good. Because the they had, like, a cookout. I'm really sad you did that, though. You should have gone. I really should have. <laughs> they, they had a cookout? All right. They had a cookout, and there was a cutesy photo of all of the strollers lined up, and I, oh, I yeah. just drank a lot instead. Yeah. But, yeah. Have so. we implored people to not have kids on this podcast already? I don't think so. All right, I implore you not to have kids. Yeah, I don't think that our, um, I don't think that our listenership is, or mom, I don't think there's a lot of moms and dads in our, in our listenership. Yeah. I, but you know, before you let the barrel blow, before you, uh, before you uh, hang out with legs wide open, just think about it, and maybe you can do c- cool stuff. And also dope things for the rest of your life. And instead of having a kid. Yeah. That's cool too, right? There's, I was listening to, uh, who the fuck was it? Dave Ramsey. No, it wasn't Dave Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> it was Sam to... Harris, actually, who uh, was talking about how uh, people who have kids are statistically across the population uh, less happy than people who don't. Which is not a shock to anyone who doesn't have a kid and hangs around people who do. Um, I know but, that. Yeah, I, know uh, that. Yeah, that, it was, yeah. I didn't realize there was statistics to back up my uh, my bias. It's, I made it's my nice. parents unhappy. Yeah, me At too. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. My, but my, mom my did... father must resent the shit out of me. Oh, who could resent Andrew? You're I, the, I, I think probably there's the best a, thing that that dude's ever done. I think there's a short list of people who uh, who resent me greatly. Oh, jeez. I don't think Andrew had any natural enemies. I got a few. Speaking of natural enemies, this brings us back to Lark Street. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> we were walking from Lark Street. Walking down Lark Street from Hollywood. And there oh were... Oh, my God. That's right. How did I forget in this? In front of Lark Street Flower Shop, there was a pack of crusties. Like a gaggle. A gaggle. There were equal equal parts men and women, four men, four women. Equal so, parts men, women and dogs. Yeah, yep. There's two dogs that I feel so bad about. They looked, those it dogs look dead. There was like four dogs. There yeah. was like four dogs, four dudes and four And it was a and four folksy instruments. Yeah, first of all, I wanted to pull a Belushi on those fucking instruments. I smashed that <laughs> shit. Smashed fucking I So, we're walking and there's I heated every everybody. Okay, let me set the stage. Walk by, and the next door is Bombers, which is a fucking bro bar where people drink strong drinks and get drunk quick. There was also there's an added moving part to this, and it happened in Hollywood too. There were people walking around in Santa Claus hats, 
because yes. there was a uh, there was a charity bar crawl that had been going on all day. So okay. and the bar crawl's over, but these guys these guys aren't done yet. They haven't fucking run their batteries down yet. So now these guys are all hanging out outside bombers wearing fucking Santa hats in July. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. So there are like a bro and bro ad contingent out front who are hurling insults at the Krusties. Mumford and Sons. <laughs> the guy yelling Mumford and Sons is so fucking funny. <laughs> and the Krusties got nothing because you know I mean they they have iPhones and they can just fucking scroll up or whatever. And so the one woman it like gets crazy mad and she's like, "What was it?" Meanwhile, we're walking by, and this is happening, and I start yelling, "Self-destruct! Self-destruct! All caps! No! All caps die! All caps die!" <laughs> Should and, I end the podcast with nausea's self-destruct? <laughs> definitely. And I thought, "Self-destruct!" This is like natural enemies in the in the in the Saharan desert, where jackals and hyenas are useless animals, considered rodents. They all they do is piss off lions. <laughs> Like bite at, bite at gazelles' ankles until they bleed to death. Like the fucking lowest little low, right? These are two. These are the human equivalent. Pretty much, yeah. These are annoying, Bold useless. Groups. Like to take up oxygen. They have. They, they have been born into nothing. They they've taken jobs that don't mean anything, or they ride boxcars to Albany for some fucking reason. Well, I can tell you why. Actually, what I'm I'm like Cliff Clavin tonight with yeah. this shit. <laughs> Just outside Tell of Selkirk, Florida. Okay. Uh, oh, the the thing about Florida is Italian uh, uh, army. The thing about Florida is just outside of uh, Albany is a town called Selkirk. Yeah, and just outside of Selkirk is the I think the second biggest uh, freight like depot right. exchange in the Northeast. Oh, if you hop that train, that makes yeah. way New more Orleans, sense. I, actually, I was really wondering that's a, that's, why. That's a straight. That's straight freight. If you hop that train in New Orleans, it doesn't really stop until you hit Auburn. Yep. I had. I actually had a. Uh, they look like they're. Uh, they look like they were of that. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're definitely. Like swamp. Gainesville creature. friends forever. Sleeping yeah. in box cars and fucking like fucking and like how you have dog. Where'd you get a dog? Five dogs. Five, yeah, and she's like, oh, it's, this dog's like part coyote. Or like, bitch, we no, it's not. It's not, you stupid like, That's a lab. I was like, it's a it's a yellow, it's a fucking golden retriever, and you're part coyote. Moron. <laughs> Complete moron. Oogle. Just because no. you wish it was doesn't mean yeah, it is. No, you've got... You've, and I'm rich. Your clothes are pieced together. You're homeless on purpose, which I find very insulting that people are actually homeless. Fuck off. And alternately, maybe die. Um, sorry, guys out there who are listening, who are huddled around a, 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 a dying iPhone, like a, a, f- a fire in a fucking like a coffee can. Yes, a Kindle fire in a coffee can. <laughs> listening, listening to the podcast, a die like, desperate for. Oh, well, we can we can read aloud um, Evasion by Crime Think, or we can listen to the podcast. Let's listen to the podcast. It's really good. We like those guys a lot, and they've really supported uh, the crust movement in the past. And then we hit with this shit, and you're like, oh, we're fucking idiots. And now we don't have our Kindle Fire, and we're cold, and we have nothing to talk about. And then we can tell the same stories we've always heard before. I mean, we can find some fucking... Oh, dude! Fucking uh, rat boy's got a got half a flask he found. <laughs> awesome, great. So we were hoping that they would self destruct. Didn't happen, unfortunately. Um, that that closed our evening. So that was in a roundabout way. That's how our evening ended. That was pretty wild. 
It was great. Oh, I liked it. the one part when, when the woman started to get really fucking wild ass. Yeah. A man, like, tackled her and held her to the ground in a way that was, yeah. like, not great. No, they, they, uh, they, see, I've, I've had crust love before. Crust love, um, loves hard. Love is hard. It lo- you love hard. Go hard, but you all, it, it extends to every part of your life. Like, if you have an argument, it's like, you slide for death. There's a knife, the knives are out, like, the actual knives are out. Um, you fight, fist fight. You hold, you hold each other to the ground, because everything is life or death, because the sky is falling. And, you know, it, it, like, uh, what does crime think? Uh, days of days of war, nights of love, that kind of shit. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah, pretty much. Passion. These are passionate peoples. Much like the bros and the broats are very passionate about making fun of everybody. Much I've been a bro before too. These are the. It's like it's great. It's a great mixture. It's a great. Like I wish that I was there to. Like I wish we were closer. We could also we could periscope it, and I could also referee. That was like our own little private Montreal when the bars yeah. closed on Saint Catherine Street at oh, two in the great. morning. Just like one tiny little block of that. All we need is Sean Duty to speak French to somebody. <laughs> Perfect. I miss you, pal. I know you're listening. I know he's listening. He's fucking listening. You're fucking listening, little weasels. Twist the screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> If you must, if you must know, I listen to every episode. Just to get mad. Just to get mad, man. I bought this beer. This is Session Premium Dark Lager. But I bought it mostly because it's in an old-timey bottle like this. Yeah. And when I drink this, I feel like the abusive father (laughs) in the 19, like, early 80s Stephen King movie. That's how Andrew yeah. likes to feel. Yes. My father used to drink bottles of Carling Black Label just like Just like, like this. If They're, you go and you watch the movie uh, Silver Bullet, yeah. the uh, in the beginning, he, Corey Haim's love interest, uh, her abusive father, sits around and yells racist shit at professional wrestling and drinks beer out of these things. I love this dude. So yeah. this is that's why I got this. Cheers. Yeah, it's really, really good. I like when he yells, "Get the fucking Indian!" You know, it's really like it's <laughs> it's really it's masterfully written <laughs> dialogue. It's uh, it's there's a lot of subtlety to it. I have a new porn site. Excellent. I, we got a preview of this. Girlsoutwest.com. 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 <laughs> For all your girlsoutwest.com. This is porn Australian. Needs. Hairy people fucking mostly lesbians in dangerous liaisons, unfortunate situations. <laughs> Occasionally a man's there, but it's mostly women fucking in the shower. And I was booming to that. I discovered it via Nude Vista, which is always my favorite. Gabrielle, are you on girlsoutwest.com right now? Yep. How, what, what's How your immediate thought on that? Oh, yeah, this is Hans Core. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> There's like a woman in an indigo shirt filming two hairy women. Yeah. This is like, oh yeah. Oh god. We've got a girl with micro bang, <laughs> micro bangs and a uh, hot pink lace bra. Oh man. This is. She looks like she's in that shitty fucking South African rap group. Yeah. No, it's everyone who looks like they listen to La Maria. Uh, a girl in a slip oh, with dude. her breast out. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love a slip. Never. You ever encounter like a? You ever have like a like a? 
Have you ever been with a woman who, who wears a slip? This is just a girl playing Scrabble. Yeah, that is actually a woman playing Scrabble. That's oh fucking God. amazing. No, I watched that one. No, she played Scrabble for a little while and then, you know. Uh, just riding a bike with no pants. Um, some artsy shadows yep. falling. Guys, are you making fun of me for my porn choice? <laughs> it's very authentic. It is, yep. We have a, we have a good Australian listenership, and uh, I know that they have some girls out west stories to tell me. So anybody, anybody out there, pals of the podcast, if you'd like to tell me some girls out west stories... Yeah, 100%. There it is. That's I'm screenshotting this. 100% my core. We uh, we had somebody write in and ask. I actually checked the questions before this, and rather than read them off like we're six, I just kind of memorized a few of them. Interspersed them, yeah. Asked if, uh, if I was coming to Australia with self-defense family or if I'm a coward. Uh, short answer is I'm a coward. <laughs> Although, actually, what's fucked up is now with my job, I could have gone. Like it, I didn't go because of my job, and now had I known, I could have just gone. Okay. But um, watching these guys try and get their shit together on the group text that we're on, because these people can't use fucking Slack like normal people. They just text everyone all the time. So like eight in the morning, I wake up and there's seventy new fucking texts from these people because nobody sleeps. Um, watching them try and get their visas and their insurance and their flight times and everything worked <laughs> out has been rip roaring and my favorite insurance part, yeah you need what? insurance to to be you have to be listen man we're at the level where you, we have to do things legit all right oh, fuck but yeah so like we needed like insurance and shit it's just like it's nuts my eyes are rolling but in the back of my head the one that i loved is just the tours this month coming up i think Two days ago, somebody texted and was like, it's going to be cold there, my roommate says. We need to, like, pack cold stuff. Nobody considered the fact that August is fucking winter for the Southern Hemisphere. So everyone's like, it's going to be cold? Really? Mm. It's so good. It's, I like, it's great. these fucking yokels I play music with, it's really incredible to watch. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not coming, but... Um, I, I wish I was. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be more fun if we went and just did a bunch of podcasts there. Yeah. Um, I want to go on vacation and ride around in a kangaroo's pouch. Well, that was sort of the Is that thing. Possible? I don't think Dude. so. I think, they think isn't the kangaroo's pouch like full of mucus? It's slimy. Yeah, it sounds gross. You can hold hold a koala though. You can hold a koala. <gasps> yes. Oh, there you go. Okay. Can we do a destination new Kickstarter? Podcast? Yeah. Wh- yeah. But wh- how about we do this? Let's go in the winter. In the northern hemisphere and enjoy the summer. You know I don't like the hot weather. Uh, all right, well, fuck it. We'll go in the spring or the fall or some shit. Mm-hmm. We'll go with the the fucking vernal equinox. Wow, we could do uh, we could do overnight. We haven't been outside, you know, Albany or New York, but we could do overnight drive Australia. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Um, Down under. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying to do a, a few different things this coming. Well, I guess this. Yeah, this you got is, big plans. You're like, you can't. You can show up today, fucking hot with news about plans. Plan like what? No, we're we're good. We're we're on the same page with all this shit. We are. We're on. We uh, I guess this is the beginning of our fiscal year for. Uh, <laughs> well, when our first our first episode was Black Friday. Yeah. So I think we're in uh, we're in Q four right now of our yeah, fiscal. We're, we're, we're opening Q four right now opening at the end Q4, of uh, that's great. The end of this week, we'll Bob, we'll send out office chat. Yeah, we'll uh, send out our uh, our ten k shortly afterwards. Andrew's office corner. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. 
I just thought about work and got so sad. I know. It's, I was wondering, what, like, you were in the middle of a thought, and then it got really quiet. I just quiet. thought about my boss coming to me and saying, now, look at this. What do you see wrong here? We're all going to go and meditate after this. I got Gabri to meditate today for five minutes, and she got really into it. So we're all going to go do that She treats me like a, a little kid. And I'm going to tell her when she does that next time, I'll be like, you're treating me like a child. Just tell me what's wrong. <laughs> Thank you. This is the one that threw you under the bus? No, this is a different one. Oh, she, oh okay. She's right. big on saying... Tell me what you think is wrong with this. Oof, I've had, uh, I've had bosses like that. You I just do have to that. be really straightforward <laughs> with them. No, that's not a teachable. That just makes somebody feel like a feel like a piece of shit. That's not a teaching moment. Just tell me what's wrong because I can get it done very quickly. Oh, sorry. Cool. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's all about getting work done quickly and efficiently. And people make mistakes. I'm sorry. God, I hate work. <sighs> I'm gonna quit tomorrow. I think. If I quit Do tomorrow, it. I'll just come If you by. quit tomorrow, then yeah, if you show up here at noon, then we're going to know that, that you quit. Quit, come over, and just jump in the pool. Don't say I... anything. We'll know. So, yeah, if we'll I wake up know. and you're like floating in the pool, I'm like, oh, we'll shit. Like, All oh, right. okay. What a fucking right. moment. That Plans have be. changed. I, you would remember that forever. For real. Long after we've stopped talking or I'm dead. It would We'd be... hear the splash and sit up in bed and be like, it's, oh. it's, it's ah. happening. Ah. It's happening. <laughs> well, the invitation we is extended. We got a new roommate. We're here if you need us. That's great. Oh, one-eyed dog's here. What's up, dude? I'd like to say something on the podcast, but I was... <laughs> Why do dogs talk? Wouldn't that be so fucking oh, cool? If only. But dogs would probably talk a lot, because they're not smart. They would probably like, like hey, it would be like having a drunk roommate all the time. <laughs> It'd just oh, be like oh. Chris Farley, the dog. Yeah. Chris Farley was, was sharp. He was funny. I thought... I, you know, Reese, I always used to think it was an asshole, because the people who listened to Tommy Boy, I wanted to like fucking shoot in the stomach with a shotgun. Like, very annoying people. Oh no! It was, it was the work of genius. I never watched it. He's very—he's a very funny person when he falls. <laughs> he's on the oh Jay my Le- god! It's on the fucking Wait, where Dave Letterman we? show, like <laughs> going across, like to do a song, and he just fucking falls. It's so funny. Yeah, because he was like so much cocaine. He was just like Wah! like but jumping through everything. The death, it's amazing. His, his death photos are online. Oh god! And his brother found him dead, and put a rosary with the stripper, right? No, the stripper left him oh. when he was like on the ground, like help me. The, stri- the stripper's like, like ah, I'm he's out. just way too he's drunk. Five. Wow, yeah, dude. she thought he was just drunk, but he was actually like. But then he had a coke stroke and it was foaming from the mouth and bled to death. But his brother put a rosary in his hand to somehow make the photo look better. Wow! And then his brother. I wish his brother had more of a career because I find him really he funny did. too. Yeah. He was in um, that fake boy band. What? Hmm? There was, like, an MTV show about a fake boy band. I know he had a career, but not much of one. Like, the only thing I can think... The first thing that comes to mind with him is when he plays the exterminator on Curb Your Enthusiasm for one episode. Who's that, George Farley? Mm. That's George Farley, right? I George? It, is that his first name? Yeah. I think that's George Farley. George? Remember George... God, George Farley was good. Wow. Yeah. Remember George Farley? <laughs> he was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. George Farley, right? Is that George? There's Kevin and George. he has another one, John P, but no uh, George. No George. Assholes should have went with it. Because I love. We you didn't really get what you were. I going love tweaking heads because someone will write on and be like, "Oh, it's not such thing as George Farley." That's actually something I noticed. I, I was actually reading something that uh, that spelled the same thing out too. Um, talking about Donald Trump. Dude, uh, dude goes on the news and says a bunch of real wild shit, and people get really wound up and they Facebook about it. Yeah, 
you know, you stupid assholes are falling for the Nigerian prince scam. Yeah, this is a, he's the he's pulling a big a big troll, right? Yeah, and I can't like I can't take credit for the Nigerian prince scam idea. This is like something I read, but it like it it really resonates. Generally, um, yeah, like when you get those Nigerian prince emails, if you notice, it, like because what always happens is you get those emails and you're like. Could they have at least proofread this? Like, this is, like, ridiculous. Like, who would ever fall for this? It's not meant for you. It's meant for the person that would fall for that. Like, that's sort of the thing. Um, And they, I think, they bring in something like... What are you laughing at? Kevin Farley was on the TV series Joey. Oh, wow. We gotta watch Joey. And the boy band show is called Together. Oh, yeah. That's that's some after-my-time shit. Um, Yeah. Paying attention. Nigerian print scams... Rake in like trillions of dollars. It's like fucking crazy how much money they get with that shit. When you talk about Donald Trump like this is a real person doing real things, you're actually falling for the Nigerian print scam. It's wild. Uh, that dude will never pull more than 12% of the vote ever and will lose and then go and start his own weird fringe party. And that's that. Stop talking about this. Yeah. Knock it off. Yeah. Like, it's so boring. You're fucking boring. That's it. That's that's what very I got good. about that. Very good. Yeah. Very good but I just, I talk, you know, once once the Nigerian print scam popped into my head, it, uh, I couldn't not say my piece. Andrew, I'm a little, um, well, let me choose my words carefully because this could cause a huge fight. No, this is very exciting. I'm a little disappointed, I guess, in the fact that you and I have known each other for over 10 years. And you completely forgot that this was hardcore this weekend. I didn't forget. And we were supposed to go. <laughs> and we were talked, we talked offline about going and riding down together and also seeing bands and you just blew it off. I can't go to that because and getting on Tinder and looking at girls. Yeah, no. I'm I'm gonna be beaten up by a crew yeah. if I go there. Really? So I can't you guys go. were mosh bros for life. Why are you gonna be beaten up by a crew if you go there? It's, I I went to the gym and I stepped on somebody's foot and I didn't apologize <laughs> the proper way. And then now <laughs> I'm gonna be beaten up by a crew for it. And now I actually will be beaten up by a crew, which is like, which is one of those sweet ironies of life. There's still crews. How There's many crews still... are there now? None. There's a couple. Crews. Imaginary. There's a couple crews. Come on. Crews. <sighs> DMS is still around, right? I got kicked out of a room once, so DMS could have a meeting. Cute. But what's um, actually funny is I got kicked out of a room once, so DMS could have a meeting about. And I was oh, who who knows DMS stuff. And I said, oh, okay, that's fine. But then the other guy that was working with me at the club got really wound up. Like, really, like, hurt. Like, I can't believe this is happening. Yo, who cares? cares? Like, what do you, can't even find something to do for five minutes. Like, what do you, like, whatever. Um, Yeah, so DMS still has to exist, right? I I think we know somebody's in DMS, don't we? Mm -hmm. Okay, all right, so DMS still exists. um, Um... The Hell's Angels? Hell's Angels, still around. The, They're a crew, uh, right? 
Weren't the Hells Angels and FSU like feuding for a what minute? About I remember? Cabal three fifteen. I don't know what that is. That's you're Syracuse. Getting, yeah, you're getting. I knew it would be Syracuse for, but yeah, yeah I don't know. It was Cruz and um, yeah, you just get together and chill. I guess. Should we chill. start a crew? I guess we could start a crew. O N D. Overnight O-N-D. Drive has a crew. Let's make jackets. We can make jackets or uh, socks. Patches. Pat- we do rocker patches. Mm-hmm. You, you have patches. To, you have to prospect. So what do you? Okay, what do you do? What's the initiation process, and what are your dues get, for being in the O N D crew? You have to get jumped in, which is an Andrew and I try. Or, Jump on you? No, it's like rough you up a little bit. All right, like five, <laughs> just gonna push you back and forth. No, you gotta last. Five, <laughs> <laughs> you hate this? You hate this? You hate this? Yeah, you gotta last five minutes. Andrew and I were no strangers to fisticuffs. <laughs> fuck it, really trying to throw heavy, fu- heavy blows coming your way, dude. You better fucking, you better duck, or you better fight back. If you fight back, it's a joke because we'll fucking rock your. What world. if instead you had to play Mario Kart with us, but you had to be Toadstool? Like, that sucks. The person who never wins and hits a banana peel and fucking... <laughs> it, it's over. Like, no matter what. Yeah, okay, fine. Instead of... In lieu of getting beat up, like, just bruised up, you know, by Andrew and I. And then I pull out a hammer and Andrew's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, <laughs> it's more like... A, it's more like you play Mario Kart with us and... Uh, we insult you bad about... Like, we find out, like, personal things about you. And while you're playing, we'll be like... Um, your parents broke up because your mom yeah. <laughs> fucked one of your teachers at high school, and he's like, yeah, like, crashes, sudden, yeah, like hits know, R like, really hard. Oh, yeah, oh, we shit, heard, oh. yeah, we heard that, and then the lightning bolt strikes you. You're like, motherfucker! <laughs> how did you? First of all, how did you find that out? You're like fucking Nardwar. You find out everything. Like you've got their bank records. Yeah, and you're like your natural father. Um, uh, fucking. Got fired and uh, started drinking a lot. Your natural father had the option to contact you and did not exercise it. Yeah, your natural father. and also red turtle shell. Yeah, red turtle and also uh, red turtle shell backwards, which is like a real power move. Oh my god, uh, your father um, left a note on your mother's driver's side seat, <laughs> detailing how and and left. Thousand dollars cash on your nightstand, and pieced, and you've never talked to him again. But he came to your twenty-first birthday, and it was very awkward. And uh, multi uh, three banana peels. Yeah, and boom, boom, boom. That's it. <laughs> um, Want to play again? Yeah. And then you'd be like, Arr! you'd be like so wound up and confused, like you're 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 you entered thinking this is going to be fucking easy. But then you, your your brain is consumed with pain and wondering, you know, and all this other, all these other strange, like like exotic emotions that you don't usually feel. And we're just loving it, right? And then we're like, "Welcome to the drive. Your 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 foundations are shook. <laughs> Enjoy therapy, because we brought up a lot of old shit that you're trying to forget." And enjoy your cry on the bus back home because, of course, you took the bus because you're a fucking peasant and you don't own a vehicle or have money. Oh, one last jab. Oh, no. gotcha. Or you get sexed in. You pick and choose. Um, it could be anybody. It could be Gab. It could be Andrew. It could be me, but good luck. If you want to have the fucking most mind blowing sex of your life, and you're, if you're prepared, if you're at a level of your life where you're prepared to have great sex. Which, and not everyone's ready. 
if you're prepared. Or can we just judge their sex? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. everyone's in yeah. the same. It's the same room sex scenario. We do it in the no, like just like a like a sext, like a text message, like sext. Oh, we could sext. Yeah, you oh, just send cool. your sexts, and if we approve, then you can have a jacket. Okay. You have to make a jacket, which sucks. Yeah, they gotta make you, a jacket. You, I think you it's, have to be responsible for your own jacket. There's a lot of people. Yeah, in you Brooklyn make your own like jacket. So and like do pa- patches are hot right now. We should do one like patches. Patches are hot right now. I thought it would be like a same room sex scenario where every member, every friend of the drive would be in the room. And we watch them have sex with each other, and then we judge it like a panel. No, no, no. You're not. You're, There's scorecards. I was thinking of the person who wants to be on the drive, and you can, they can pick one person from the friends. Of the drive, who they want to doink, or, and then we're like, all right, we better come correct because this is going to be way harder than Mario Kart because you have to like, bring it, or if you're a woman, you have to you have to zing it, you know, you have to like you put in work, you have to really like act very enthusiastic, which is a cornerstone of all good sex, and we have to judge you, and if we think you're faking it, or if we think you're having, uh, you're out. Then. If we think you have mad sour flavor, you're out. And even Sean Duty shows up because what the fuck? Oh yeah. So it's like room. What? Full all right. Of okay. All right. So all right, let, let's, yes, I love when you buy in. Yes, all right. Let's yes, say. Yes, let's yes, say. Yes. Okay. So we put this out, and a woman calls. I want to be in. Great. Goes through the Mario Kart scenario like real harsh, Christ. like a harsh Mario Kart. Yeah. Just crying at the end. Crying at the end. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, well, I have to be sexed in now. I choose Sean Duty. Perfect. What are the chances that I leave Sean Duty a voicemail and say, Sean Duty, I got a woman here who wants to sleep with you. Um, call me back. <laughs> what are the chances that for a few minutes all is forgiven and everything's good <laughs> and all of a sudden he's like, oh, I've been meaning to call you. I'm oh, glad, sure. you, I'm glad yeah, you called yeah, yeah, yeah. I happen to be... Near your house near, right now. Me on the oh, edge. how'd you know I moved, Sean? Did he? How do you know where I live? Like, oh well, I watch you a lot, and then. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. I think and chances are high. I think that's a great idea. All right, so if you want Sean to be back on the drive, you got now. You know how to do it. Yeah, you got to come original, as Three Eleven once said. You got to come original. You got to get ready to do Mario Kart and fail and fail. You cry because if you cry, it's like, you know. And. You have to sing 311's Come Original. Come original, you better come original. I, I from start see, this is shit I don't even know. All <laughs> from right. start to finish. Yeah, oh, see, that, no one would be able to do that. Although they are from Omaha, and Omaha is very cool right now. You could Google it. <laughs> put in some work. With like a bouncing ball. <laughs> That's make make <laughs> them work. With a dancing paperclip, like when, in Word, before you disable it. Yes. It's really like cool. a little paperclip pop-up. So, um, this was a good episode. This I was think. a good episode. Yeah, it was fun. We had, got, a, got a little emotional. Yeah, I, I you know, if, uh, yeah. Is this a new thing where you guys, like, assess the episode while you're still doing it's it? A, it's like, a, we should start doing right, it. So well, this, this has been fun. This is a good one. Yeah, we should do another one tomorrow. Maybe oh, we should bring in a special guest tomorrow. I think we should. Maybe we should bring in a special guest on Saturday also. Wow, alright, so maybe what you're saying is for... Episodes 95, 95 and, 96, and 96, maybe 96, maybe maybe not, depending on how motivated we are. Maybe we'll have special guests. Yeah, there'd be some special guests. See, much like Tom Sharpling in, uh, in the best the best show, Mark II, where he just fucking... 
kowtows to fucking meaningless celebrities like Paul Rudd and fucking ruins the legacy of his great show. We're going to do the same thing. <laughs> We're going to have celebs in, in increasing increments of pointlessness. Although we are getting off Dave a strong start. Yeah, we're going to have Dave Ramsey, the, the, the Republican guru. I'd have some shit to talk about F- fucking Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey, uh, we're going to have... Um, we're also going to ha- have an opportunity for people in Overnight Drive to ask uh, to give... Uh, which we actually should do right now, if you think that there's anybody who um, we should ask. Because we, when, you, when we've asked people, they've said yes. This is also fun because I've been kicking around the idea of doing an interview podcast, mm. but like not like a fun one, like one that's actually like the the boring shit I like. Yeah. So it'd be fun to do like an interview where I'm like, let's talk about fucking pussy, bro, and then yeah. interviews where I'm like, all right, so tell me a little bit more about your fiscal plan. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it'd be a lot of fun to have that dichotomy in my life. That would be great. I should do. I should sit in on the fiscal one too. That'd be really good. Because you you, you're always like, "Well, how does how do I can I monetize this?" And I will be like, "And then you, you just play sound effects." Like, <laughs> but like, you know how you always, you know how you always say, "How can I monetize this?" Well, when you're talking when you're on the money podcast, I could be like, "Well, how does this get me pussy?" <laughs> and then I bring it back to base, like you do, only on a different level. So we'd be interviewing like Henry Rollins, for example. Henry Rollins, you're a millionaire self-made man you've been through some shit he's like yes yes I have that's great well, what was that fucking Charlie Sheen movie you were in where yes. you played the cop I heard the podcast where you talked about losing uh, a lot of money to Imago when they went out of business so maybe you're not a millionaire anymore it's tough um so you're in the publishing industry how does that get me pussy and then he would go on and you'd be like oh would you have like variable rate debt in your life this is actually a good idea for a show. <laughs> this is actually a great idea. I would idea. listen. Asking, like, punk pioneers who are obviously rich by now, like, you'd ask them about money shit, and I'd be like, so, what position do you usually start in? <laughs> What's your Sexually. go-to starting Sexually. position? If it's oh, do you mean, like, uh, from an investment? No, 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 not exactly. No, no. no when you're fucking, and a woman is in your bed, if it's in the morning, do you just have side sex and then call it and then fall back asleep? <laughs> or do you... Is it side sex and sleep or side sex and shower? Is it side sex and sleep or side sex and lay back and giggling because it's obviously the best sex you've ever had in your life? Or is it roll over and put a pillow over your head because she's snoring in a roll reversal? And then we'll let them answer. And then we'll let them roll. Obviously, it would be the politically correct, sanitized answer. And then, uh, you know, tensions will be running high. (laughs) I gotta go. I gotta go. Uh, uh, That's uh, like a lot of, there's a lot of personal information answers. Uh, My wife would not be happy with this. My my wife. I love my wife. And then we'd be like, oh, you love love your wife. And and that's a a, uh, promise keeper's. Think. So you're actually a promise keeper. You've never written a song about that. Oh, you know, wait, 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 wait. Band's been broken up for a long time. Okay, like Dave Smalley, for example. We could ask Dave. We could interview Dave Smalley from uh, whatever band he was in. No, no use for it. No, no use for it. <laughs> we can interview Fat Mike, and we could, we could, because uh, he makes very bad music across a few different. Across, genres. yeah, like and is a is a proctor is a uh, like a benefactor of terrible music. Yeah, Jesus. He would probably try to be zany and funny, and we would just be like, 
like just deadpan. Like, take it back for a second. Why don't we just take that down? Like turn it. Like pretend you. Yeah. You know, like pretend you are a stereo knob, and I'm just like, oh. it's like on one. Can we do that? Let's bring that down to zero. Can and we bring then... it down to zero, and then like bring it back up. Like we're wearing like really good headphones. You just have to like bring it up just a little until like you know. It's like oh look, okay. So yeah, so we got guests. In other words, so we got uh, guests coming yeah. up, and you know, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be. You better hold. I mean, hold, hold tight. Hold tight. Don't let go. And or you know, you can go. Yeah, yeah. play Mario Kart. <laughs> anyway, we went long. So hey, uh, have fun. Thank you for listening. And uh, what are we? Thirty-five next week. Thirty-five next week. Fuck off. Thirty-five. Is it thirty-five? This is. Um. Fuck. Ninety-five. My bad. Andrew just had a stroke. Wait I just had go. a stroke. It's all good. I'm getting old, and these things happen. I watched Andrew do cocaine today, and it was so weird. It was. Well, you know, it was weird to have an audience, but it's, you know, eventually just... <laughs> I periscoped like, it, and he wrestled the phone out of my hand and deleted it immediately. still out there somewhere. There's definitely still a server <laughs> with me fucking blowing a line on, like, a changing table outside of jumping jacks. It's, uh, it's pretty wild. Oh, it, that's what you're doing in the bathroom. Yeah. There's a FEMA server, and they've listed all the things so when you go before the food uh, the food congress they show all of your <laughs> fucked up things <laughs> they show me doing blow and yeah, changing table like, you've done a lot it's almost like it's almost like the pearly gates where you've done a lot of fucking shit in your life so you don't you get like a pound of food a week sorry you're like, you have to live off of it you've deemed you useless to society like, nibble what the fuck like, it's, and it's, they put up on the big board it's like it's like the time you shoved a girl at a bar because he was too drunk you know <laughs> Like it all, it's like it all builds up. Man, sorry. Ah, all right. Ninety-five next week. It's uh, cue the music. podcast listener my name is vince and i'm the host of a show called the rr show it stands for reddit readings we're going to sit down twice a week and i'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online things like malicious compliance petty revenge hey lady i don't work here 
Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There's, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.